everybody, welcome to episode 76 of the Ubuntu Security Podcast. I'm Alex Murray. So this week, we welcome back uh, Vanitha Kumar as a special guest. Uh, she is the Certifications Manager on the Ubuntu Security Team, and she will be discussing uh, the recent announcement of uh, FIPS modules for Ubuntu 18.04 uh, LTS with Joe. Uh, but first, we're going to do our usual roundup of uh, fixes from the last week. Up first, we had an update for Bind uh, for our extended security maintenance customers. So uh, back in last week's episode, I talked about uh, the same update for Bind in our regular releases. And so we have also released that now uh, for uh, Ubuntu 14.04 and 12.04 extended security maintenance. Uh, this relates in particular to the, I guess, more public NXNS attack uh, that was discussed. Um, so I've got a link to that quickly in the show notes. Uh, and there's also another vulnerability that was fixed in that update as well. So if you are running Bind uh, on your extended security maintenance instances, you are also now uh, covered for those. Then we had an update for uh, the Linux kernel in Ubuntu uh, 19.10, which is our interim release. And this is also used at the moment as the hardware enablement kernel for Ubuntu 18.04 LTS. Uh, so this is our 5.3 based kernel. Uh, all of these vulnerabilities I talked about back in last week's episode as well, episode 75. So I urge you if you want to know more about that, go check it out uh, rather than me just rehash it all again uh, today. Uh, we also had an update for ClamAV, uh, the, I guess, popular open source virus scanning uh, app, particularly used, I guess, more in uh, for like mail servers and that kind of thing. In this case, uh, this was an update for ClamAV on all of our uh, supported releases all the way back to uh, 12.04 extended security maintenance. Uh, two different vulnerabilities were fixed here. Uh, one was in the PDF um, parser and one was in the Arge archive handler. Uh, if any of you used to use BBSs back in the days, Arge was kind of the popular uh, file format for compression in that, uh, you know, and then was, I guess, overtaken by zip files and uh, pkzip. But anyway, I digress. Uh, so yeah, but the uh, PDF uh, handler had a stack buffer overread and the Arge handler had a heap buffer overread. So if you are, you know, deploying ClamAV to scan these sorts of files, uh, you are a bit safer now because uh, each of those would only result in a crash. So, you know, potential denial of service, but then you would, you know, be able to restart your ClamAV instance. So uh, not the most earth shattering bugs, but they have been fixed. Uh, then we had an update for libvirt. Uh, this is uh, the library that handles virtualization. Uh, two CVEs that were uh, fixed for Ubuntu 18.04 LTS and uh, Ubuntu 19.10. Uh, the primary one of this was that there was a memory leak that was able to be triggered by a local user with uh, read-only access to the QMU domain. Uh, they could do this when uh, using the uh, domain stats command to say look at CPU usage or memory usage or whatever of the you know, given um, domains or virtual machines. Uh, we then had an update for QMU itself. Uh, so this was for Ubuntu 16.04, 18.04, 20.04, long-term support for all of those and 19.10. Uh, the two most interesting vulnerabilities of these was there was a use after free uh, in the embedded uh, libslurp library. Uh, so that was fixed. Plus there was also an integer overflow uh, that could be triggered when handling uh, ATI VGA emulation. So this was where a guest um, or you're emulating that for the guest uh, from the host. And so you could then potentially get a, a crash on the host due to invalid memory access. And finally, we had an update for Thunderbird. Uh, thanks in particular for the desktop team for preparing this. Uh, this updates Thunderbird to 68.8.0, the latest upstream release, and as usual, kind of rolls in a bunch of fixes, uh, primarily that have come through Firefox, actually, that I've discussed in previous episodes. So the usual kind of things that we see, you know, related to I don't, parsing of untrusted web content, but in this case, through email rather than through your web browser. And that's it for security updates. 
All right, so as I mentioned at the start, uh, we've got Vanitha Kimath, uh, the uh, engineering manager in charge of certification through Ubuntu, uh, back on as a special guest this week. Uh, Joe and Vanitha had a discussion about uh, the recent announcement of Ubuntu 18.04 LTS um, FIPS availability, and I guess part of what goes into that and why in particular it takes uh, or can take quite a while to uh, achieve these certifications, even when you know the release is now well, nearly two years old. Hey, Vanitha, welcome to this week's Ubuntu Security Podcast, where you and I are going to talk about some exciting news for Ubuntu. Um, we now have a FIP certified uh, version of Bionic 18.04. So it's a happy day for us. Indeed, it's really happy news. Uh, I I was so excited to see after uh, several months of wait with NIST to see 18.04 certified um, and we got the kernel OpenSSL, StrongSwan and OpenSSL server and client, uh, all of them ready uh, certified right now. And what's, what you're saying, but hey, it's 18.04 and this is 20.05 right now. That's because this stuff takes a long time. We have to, um, well, why don't we go over that? So we basically, when we grab something like, let's say, uh, OpenSSL, how does it have to change to be FIP certified? So uh, what we do, uh, we have a FIPS version of OpenSSL that we maintain separately uh, in a in a PPA for uh, in a PPA. So um, we take the archive version of OpenSSL, we modify it. We have a, a couple of open source FIPS patches that are available, which we apply. Then we write a bunch of code of our own to write the self test. So FIPS requirement FIPS requires us to test all the crypto uh, before being used in the module, but, uh, and also we also have to do some integrity check that is uh, that is basically verify that the hash of the uh, library is not modified before it's being used and things like that. So we do uh, those changes uh, to FIPSify a module and then uh, test it. Uh, then we submit it to our auditor. We worked with a company called AdSec to do this. And the auditor then runs uh, uh, ACVP, or which is uh, basically the CAVS uh, test uh, in, to test each of the cryptography supported by the module. And that's CAVP, that's Cryptographic uh, Algorithm Verification Program. Uh, validation cool. Program, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so once those uh, uh, test uh, go through CAVP, we get certificates for each of the crypto supported by the module. Then the next step would be to go to CMVP, which is the cryptographic module validation program. The prerequisite to submit to CMVP is that you should have already passed and given get, gotten certificates from CAVP. Uh, we plug all those certificates in a, a security policy for the module. We lay down uh, the steps required to bring the module into a FIP state, like example, you know, you should have uh, so-and-so install, FIPS kernel install, and you know, what are the conditions and what crypto is certified. All of that is uh, laid down in the security policy. We quote the certificate numbers in the security policy, and then that goes to CMVP. Once it goes into the CMVP queue, then it's up to NIST to process it and, you know, and provide feedback and comments on the module and, and um, the latest 1804 certification that we just got, you know, it sat on the NIST queue for about an average about eight to nine months per module. So, and that's why you see a significant delay uh, um, 
in getting the motorcycle. Good things are worth waiting for. Um, <laughs> it's actually pretty funny that you you say Fipsify. So before, when I was doing stuff with like the DoD and DHS, we used Fips. I never heard that term, and now that I'm here, I can't help it. Every time I think of Fips, to think of Fipsifying something, it's just a great term. Um, so uh, if you're a um, Ubuntu Advantage customer, so if you got um, you know you've got UA, if you have um, uh, Ubuntu Advantage Infra or uh, apps or any of the different tiers, you can get uh, FIPS. In fact, if you're using um, if you're in AWS, you're using Ubuntu Pro, you can get um, you can get FIPS as well, and that helps out with things like FedRAMP, even if you're not in a strict uh, uh, DoD or DIS environment. So um, you've got these modules now; people can start consuming them. It's as simple as um, making sure you've got the subscription and then uh, installing the, uh, the requisite modules, and then you know, it's an interesting thing with validations like this in that they're security validations, but they kind of hold you back a little bit from staying patched. Um, and that's because, you know, you're sort of certified against a hashed, basically an MD5. Um, it could be different, but now of, of, of a package. So if we have a new update for something like a side channel attack, that we could do that to the FIPS module but then you would no longer be certified. Now, however, you can do in, um, you can do, uh, we, we release updates that are not certified and we put them in a special um, repository for people who want to get these updates while we're recertifying. So we put them in there you can install it, you'll get those. And if you're in something like uh, a DoD environment or even in FedRAMP, you can just update your POAM and say you're doing this um, and get an exception for it. And most people, if you have a, you know, a higher critical CV that you're addressing will uh, will approve that. I mean, it's up to your individual auditor, et cetera. But we do have a lot of people. I'd say that's actually the majority of our of our installs. Is that right, Benita? That's correct. A lot of those customers want uh, in FedRAMP uh, environment. They just they want compliant packages. The FIPS. Well, when I say compliant, it's just certified base code, but the CV fix is going on top of it. So. Uh, they want the updates, security fixes. Yeah, and that is that's sort of the problem with any any um, any certification. I think with with common criteria, it's even more strict. So with FIPS, you can update other things that aren't falling under um, those, and you know, aren't those actual modules. If you need to update, you know, your um, your Apache or your Nginx, totally fine. But with something like common criteria, if you update anything from the image, you're no longer common criteria. So it's a little bit harder um, to to keep certified under uh, under CC. Um, yeah, well, um, you know, I always ask Alex when we are on our um, on our calls, uh, what are you reading? So Vanessa, are you reading anything right now? Or are you too busy with the family? <laughs> uh, well, I'm between books now. I've started reading some Python and some Go, Go on the site. So uh, that's what I'm doing, taking a little break from books, but you know, doing that uh, course. Very course. good. <laughs> yeah. I'm slowly making my way through Black Hat Go. Um, okay. And then I got sidetracked because I got the new um, Jetson Nano robot kit. And I started yeah. playing with that instead of playing with um, uh, the, the Go stuff. And then um, I'm reading Coyote Blue by, I think, Christopher Moore. And it's, uh, yeah, Christopher Moore. And it's a pretty interesting book. It's kind of fun. And uh, I'll say modern fantasy, maybe that's what you call it. I don't know. But anyhow. Um, thank you so much for coming on our, our podcast this week, Vanitha. And um, everybody, thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for having me, too. And hi and bye to everyone. Thank you. <laughs>
All right. Thanks again, Joe and Vanitha, for that. Uh, it's great, as always, having you on board, Vanitha. I look forward to doing it again soon. Okay, uh, that takes us to the end of this week's episode. As usual, if you want to get in contact with the team, you can reach us at security at ubuntu.com or you can find us hanging out in the Ubuntu Harden channel on irc.freenode.net. We also have the security section on discourse.ubuntu.com if you wanted to start a discussion with us there. And finally, we are on Twitter at ubuntu underscore sec. So thanks everyone for listening again for another week. Uh, remember, until next week, keep calm because we've got you back and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.